Hello guys and welcome to Next Stream the Podcast, where we talk about how to market yourself as a gamer on YouTube, finding your niche, and connecting with your audience in the most efficient ways. I'm your host, Kaylee, and today we're talking about how to identify with your audience with Kaylee and Kyle. So, what are some examples of YouTubers that are really good at identifying and appealing to their audience? Well, that would definitely be Laserbeam would be the first name that comes to my mind. I mean, he's a YouTuber that has really capitalized on the, you know, make the memes out of the game. I mean, there are so many people out there who don't just want to sit and watch some YouTuber, you know, go crazy and kill a bunch of people for 20 minutes. I mean, they want to see content that will genuinely make them laugh and make them want to come back. And that's just laser beam in a nutshell. He creates videos that are in time. He, he does them with popular games and he does them with, you know, the trends that are going on right now. So you're seeing the content that you see from other YouTubers, but it's edited well. He uses good jokes. He uses consistent humor and he keeps it pretty family friendly, you know, for the most part. Otherwise, you know, he'd get demonetized because that's just the way YouTube works. Okay, so after you find out what audience you want to portray to, I think it's really important that YouTubers understand that they themselves are a brand. Can you guys talk more about how to build your own brand personally? So first and foremost, like you need to be consistent across all platforms that your YouTube and your Twitch and Twitter, Instagram, anything that you have post about yourself and in, in order to create your following, they need to be consistent. You can't be mm, super quiet and shy on one side and then super outgoing on the other. You need to find your comfort zone in which it is a part of that. And that's sticking to that where if you value things in one one way that you're also valuing them in the other. So you're not, how do I say, inconsistent across any of the platforms, but knowing what your consumers want and who they're looking for. I also think that it's super important to use different markets as well to bring people over, like from your Instagram to your YouTube channel or from your Twitch to your YouTube channel. I think it helps expand your brand and have people know of you. Like it's easier to market yourself on Instagram, I think, compared to YouTube, because with YouTube you can only do ads, but with Instagram you could use hashtags or Insta TV. There's many different ways that I think can tie back to building your brand. Also, I think it's very important that these gamers understand that it's such a saturated market. There's so many gamers. So how do you really set yourself apart when there is such a huge crowd you need to stand out in? Well, I think you really hit the nail on the head. Gaming is an incredibly saturated market. I mean, every 14-year-old with a computer and a video cam is out there making videos of them playing Fortnite. What you have to do is you have to find a way to stand out. And one of the ways you can do that is to be is to just define a market inefficiency and then fill it with your channel. I mean, you look at a person like Sunless Khan. There are a thousand YouTubers out there making Rocket League content. Most of them are doing tutorials or showing their sweet goals, and it's all about them. Sunless Khan creates content that tells stories or all poke fun at people who take the game too seriously. It's a channel for people who play the game to have fun, not to become a competitive player or anything like that. So I think a lot of people can replace that because Rocket League is, first and foremost, a very fun game. So Sunless saw that everybody who's making Rocket League videos was taking it seriously. And he said, well, I'm not going to. And he's inspired quite a following because of that. Another such example would be Pyrome Gaming, 
where he does the same thing, but with Grand Theft Auto Online. GTA has become such a toxic community with people constantly griefing each other and for no apparent reasons and just being generally nasty to each other. So he makes videos just kind of poking fun at those who, again, take it too seriously. Video games weren't created to be something that felt like work. They were created for something to be fun. And if you can find that game where you're just the fun guy in it or some other way for you to become the guy that people want to actually watch, I, I think that's what you have to do because it's very hard to stand out in a market like this. And if you can find the right way to do it or the right angle or the right community that doesn't have their YouTuber, I think that's what you have to do. I also think it's important that you could put two of your passions together, like record yourself playing Fortnite while talking about basketball or another passion that you have, because there's probably people in the market who have the same passions that aren't always put together. We kind of talked about this earlier, but utilizing proper platforms and different types of content, there are so many different platforms. How do you know which one to utilize and which ones are better for certain content? So that is a very important concept to learn and to understand. The main thing is understanding what the different social media platforms and the contents, what they mean and what their goal is. So we talked about how it's a little bit easier to market on, say, Instagram uh, because there you can use different hashtags and linking content together and kind of creating a buzz. And meanwhile, there's also Snapchat, which is a little bit more video-based, uh, comparing a little bit more to YouTube, but that short burst clip where it's it's supposed to be action-packed and entertaining and make you want to see more. That using Instagram and Snapchat gets people hooked for a brief minute and then want to go see more, such as YouTube. And then once you, uh, you have the YouTube following and you, you're able to make those a uh, bit longer videos and uh, obtain the attention span a little bit longer and you build that sense of professionalism with your viewers that then you can even you can go for forward to twitch where people are actually watching you live and wanting to see you do things live where they're not going to want to miss anything and balancing back and forth between youtube and twitch are very are similar where you use youtube as a mean to get people to twitch but then using instagram snapchat Twitter and even Facebook to get people to your YouTube channel because those are more constant and more efficient manners. Awesome. Another thing that many people have questions on is game selection. Like, should you stay with one game and just continue to stream on that game or should you mix it up? Would that hurt your brand? So I think that's a tough question. You know, there's many different types of channels out there and I think the answer is going to be different for everybody. You know, one of the YouTubers we talked about before, Pyrome Gaming, you know, he is a GTA first player, but when Red Dead Redemption 2 dropped, you know, he was able to mix that in because they're created by the same company. They're very similar games. So he was able to keep his content consistent with while balancing the two games. Uh, with Sunless Khan, he's, he's Rocket League all the way. You know, that is just something, that's what his channel is. He has found his niche and, you know, I think it's important for him to keep playing Rocket League. As far as Laserbeam, the other YouTuber we talked about, he is one that changes up his content frequently to move with the times and also kind of what he's feeling. So when Fortnite was at his peak, you know, about six months ago, he was playing a lot of that. And then as Minecraft has become popular in more recent days, he's been playing a lot of that. And he'll mix in other games. You know, whatever 
is the game in the moment, really. He's, he's one that rises with the trends, which is a good thing. With his channel being more about just kind of having fun with the games as opposed to serving one particular community, he's able to switch games while maintaining a consistent brand, while other YouTubers might not be able to do the same. One of my favorite aspects or events that happened was when the major Fortnite streamers got frustrated with the game and kind of, they almost revolted against it. And for the longest time, Uno, just a basic card game, but a digital version was trending on Twitch above Fortnite, which is hilarious that it created that following. And now players, when they're like, mm, let's take a break from Fortnite, that they also play YouTube. But that's that side, you can see a little bit more commentary and networking between players. I like that. And I think that it really shows the people and the streamers as actual like humans and people like that. So thank you for answering our questions. We went through a lot today. And I think now we know more about appealing to your audience and how to build your own brand. So um, we'll see you guys next episode. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to NextStream, the podcast. We hope it answered some of your questions and gave you ideas to help your channel. You could find us on Instagram and Twitter at NextStream. That's N-E-X-T-R-E-A-M.